Several European leaders are threatening to boycott the Euro 2012 soccer tournament in Ukraine next month. At issue is the alleged abuse of the jailed former prime minister, Yulia Tymoshenko. She just ended a hunger strike. The tournament is one of Europe's biggest sporting events, and it's likely to attract tens of thousands of fans. Some of the matches will be held in Donetsk. It's a coal mining city in eastern Ukraine. Donetsk is also the setting of an award-winning new documentary by a German filmmaker. It's called The Other Chelsea. The film follows a group of coal miners from Donetsk the year their local soccer club won the Europa League tournament. Bridget McCarthy has the story. The Other Chelsea is a reference to Donetsk's professional soccer club, Shakhtar. In 2009, Shakhtar became the first Ukrainian team ever to win the Europa Cup. Here comes Shakhtar the Nets once again, and it's all orange at the moment in eastern Ukraine. Shakhtar the but the other Chelsea isn't just about soccer. It's about the other Ukraine, the one that didn't support the 2004 Orange Revolution and that still considers Moscow its capital, not Kiev. Film director Jakob Preuss got interested in this part of Ukraine after working as an election observer in 2004. I was sent to Donetsk probably because I speak Russian, and I was deeply impressed by this divide of the country in east and west and orange and blue. Preuss' film shows the country's starkest divide between rich and poor. Nowhere is that more apparent than in Donetsk. It's Ukraine's Appalachia. I have these coal miners who are the losers of the breakdown of the Soviet Union who live in really horrible conditions, who are still working in this mine, which is really dangerous. They're also fanatically devoted to their soccer team. Then you have this new political elite, the oligarchs, who also go out to the stadium because if you want to become something in Donetsk, you have to be there. The oligarchs are up in the VIP box, rubbing shoulders with Ukraine's richest man, Rinat Akhmetov. He owns the club and never misses a game. Preuss wasn't able to get an interview with the reclusive Akhmetov, but he did get to know another Donetsk oligarch, an ambitious young politician named Kolya. He is really a representative of this very corrupt Machiavellian elite. Kolya actually has a copy of Machiavelli in his flat, not to mention a picture of Stalin on his office wall. He lives like a prince, despite his small salary as a city councilman. Normally, people go into business, make a lot of money, and then they go into politics just to protect their wealth and just to have the immunity and to to play around with politics to even make more money. But Collier got rich from politics by steering government contracts to his construction companies. All Ukrainian politicians in parliament, on paper, they're not supposed to have businesses, but they are all millionaires and even billionaires. So this is so normal there that Kolya didn't even think about not telling me about it, which shows like when, when what a mess this country is. In one of the film's most memorable scenes, Kolya calmly explains the way the political system works in Ukraine. In your Europe, the judiciary protects both government and opposition. Here, the judiciary only protects the people in power. If you lose the election, you go to jail. Like former presidential candidate Yulia Tymoshenko. This has been quoted a lot of times in Ukraine because people couldn't believe that this guy is saying it so bluntly. But Kolya is not the only blunt talker. Preuss introduces us to Stepanovich, a pit worker in his late 60s, who spent his whole life in the mines. I think all these millionaires are thieves and bandits. Our whole system, everyone in power, he says, they're all criminals. 
Stepanovich, whose son was killed in a mining accident, thinks life was better back when Ukraine was part of the Soviet Union. Even when times were bad, he says, at least we stuck together. His girlfriend, Valentina, who works in the mine's front office, agrees. An irrepressible flirt, she sports an enormous blonde beehive and leopard-skin outfits, despite her not-exactly-girlish figure. Preuss says when Valentina attended the premiere of The Other Chelsea in Kiev, she received a standing ovation. In fact, audiences throughout Ukraine, East and West, love this film. Perhaps because Jakob Preuss doesn't just show us the miserable living conditions of the coal miners, but also their warmth, humor, and humanity. A Ukrainian told me for him it's a little bit... Post-Soviet countries, people are often like coconuts. They are a little bit hard from outside, but, you know, soft inside. And Europeans or Americans are more like peaches sometimes, you know. It's like soft from outside, but uh, pretty hard on the inside. For The World, I'm Bridget McCarthy.